and you're live on Dead Radio. Hello, everybody. Um, welcome to another episode of Dead Radio, powered by Play. <laughs> um, shot at Black Brick. Thank you so much for the space and shot on a Sony. Um, today, I've got a very special guest. Um, obviously, you know us. We don't introduce our guests. Our guests um, introduce themselves. Um, the reason why is because you know who you are, and I might just like pull a rabbit out of a hat and say things <laughs> that you don't think are true. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, um, hi, ma'am. Hi. How, how are you? you? <laughs> Good. Um, what's your name? And what do you do? Okay. So. <laughs> I guess I think I will say my full name. Yeah, I know. Actually, when I was online, I was, I was surprised because I know you by two names. Yeah. Well, one, <laughs> but I figured out another one. Yeah. So, give us your full name. <laughs> so, my full, full, full name is Sinentla Lesalguazi Ubonum Zuluaso. Wow. Is that like one name? It's like a sentence. That's amazing. But then, like, we chop it to Sinentla Okay, okay. Then, You're going to have to say it again. <laughs> So, Lesalwazi Bona Umzugulwazo. Okay. They were referring to my great grand. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, luckily she was still around when I was born Dumb. to see me. Okay. So, okay. And then obviously my other name was Bose Siwe. Uh-huh. Which is Bobo. Because yeah, my grand used to call me Bobo. Okay. And then okay. yeah. Okay. Lela. What's your surname? Lela. <laughs> Lela. And then, um, yeah, I'm the owner and founder. Actually, I'm the creator of your Coco. Why, why, why did you change that? Because I figured, Ruti, how, how your Coco is like a, it's like a, it's something that I'm constantly creating. Yeah. It's like an extension of me. Uh-huh. But then, yeah, so it's kind of like I took a piece of my personality and put it into this brand right yeah right, that's dope. so i may i saw that change this year actually oh that's what your coco is it's not just like a business or whatever it's you it's me just but it's like asking. yeah okay <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because when i was online i was actually looking for your instagram and i saw that you actually don't have a personal yeah. instagram yeah. which kind of made me understand okay then that means she's actually the brand and yeah. now it kind of makes sense when I look at your post even uh, like when I go on your Instagram because I used to look at your post yeah. so I have a different understanding of branding Yeah. so my understanding of branding is um, the person always has to be separate from the brand yes. that's, that's, that's been my understanding yeah. um, just, just because of you know how life is and you never yeah. really want to attach yourself too yeah. close to it because you never really know what could happen yes. that affects your brand yes. but it's because it's happening in your personal life yeah. so I've always tried to differentiate the two yeah. but then I kind of get your angle because it's actually not a brand it's actually not a business it's just you in the form of ice cream exactly like okay, you cool. get it yeah. I get it it yeah. makes a lot of sense it makes yeah. a lot of sense <laughs> okay um, so like I said uh, before this this is not an interview yeah a conversation yeah just gonna basically talk about a lot of stuff um we're gonna talk about your life we're gonna talk about your business we're gonna yeah. talk about no we're gonna talk about your life we're gonna talk about the other you yes <laughs> yes yes <laughs> we are gonna just like really have a conversation about the journey you know yeah. what i mean yeah um where are you from mm-hmm. where are you from i'm from kzn okay. so uh, like a village it's called Emazizini. Okay. And yeah, so I'm literally like a rural girl. Okay. And yeah, that's You grew up there your whole life? No. So I've actually lived in over 19 houses my whole life. Wow. Like, so, because my parents were teenagers when they had me. Right. And they still had school and all of that. So I had to like live with grandparents and all okay. of that. Okay. So I moved from KZN to the Free State. Okay. Then I was raised by my Sutu grand. And then I had to, when my mom finished varsity, I came back to KZN with, to live with her a little bit. And then her, as she progressed in her career, things got more hectic, obviously. Right. So I had to go to boarding school when I was nine. Okay. okay. And then, yeah, so I've just been moving, then moved to Cape Town, then finally came back here. Do you think that affected your personality? Definitely. Definitely. In which way? Like, um... 
I've been able to adapt to things. So even in when I was in grade ten, right, I had to move from like this multiracial school, all girls, and go back to like a township school, like for the first time in like my high school life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought I wouldn't make it because I'm apparently like this bougie, you yeah, know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I went there and I was like, this is an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to shave off all my hair. Like it was completely different, different from what I knew. But I was like, this is kind of how my life goes anyway. Right. You know? And yeah, I think it's helped. And to be honest, I never thought I'd start a business. Because I saw my parents with their businesses failing, and I was just like, "Let me." <laughs> so, what did you think you were gonna be? I like, thought I was gonna be like a visual artist or okay. a photographer, which I kind of did. Which you kind of still kind of do right <laughs> which now. Which I kind of still do. Crazy. And then somehow ended up doing TV writing and post production. So you went to school. Uh, let's say after you matriculated, you went to go study further. Yeah. So actually, um, after school, I thought Nami was going to go to varsity like everyone. Then something at home happened where it, my parents ended up not being able to afford for school. Right. And, you know, so I was like, okay, that means taking a gap year. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. And that gap year kind of like helped me to to move and yeah. see what it is that I actually need to be doing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And yeah. And then I just, I worked a little bit as a photographer and I was like, hmm, I really love it. But what time? Like just taking pictures? Yeah. Like I ended up working with somebody who's really big in like the fashion industry and like just doing stuff for them. We got work published. We did the whole thing. Right. <laughs> what do you mean? Like how? Like what exactly were you doing? I was just so he's a fashion photographer, but now he's like bigger than that, right? Okay. So when I moved to Cape Town, we were we stayed in the same house, right? And he was doing his thing, like in the fashion industry, and I was like, I think I want to learn stuff from this person, and I forced him to like teach me, you know? Right. And he finally caved in. Then I became his assistant, and then. Our friendship just grew, but we also get got more gigs and more and more. As I improved, then I became like his actual assistant. We like do like published work together as you know, all of that. And then I guess I was in that fashion industry, but mm. like this industry for me is <laughs> no, no, not the one. Like I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel I don't feel like I fit in. Like, why why do you think what's wrong with it? It's very fickle and fake for me, and it's like a show constantly. Interesting. Like, <laughs> it's just a constant show, yeah, and I don't yeah, think yeah. that's real. And I want to live my life where I can be myself mm, all mm, the time. Mm, mm. So, at your rules, at your pace. Yes, you right. know, and if I don't feel like dressing up today, that's okay. Right. You know, if, but now it came to a point where it's like, Brand, 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 Instagram. Like, you know, who you seen with? Who you, who, what are you wearing? How yeah. much is it? And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, nope. Okay, okay. I want something that's more fulfilling to me than okay. that. And I don't think I love fashion enough for it to make me that crazy. But how the hell did you come to that realization? Because, I mean, even today... Um, we find people, I mean, I can't speak for people, yeah. but I do interact with people that still are seeking that realization. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, it's either they're too scared or they're seeking that realization of, yo, something show me that this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Or something show me which direction I should be taking in action for me to be fulfilled by what I do. Daily. Yes, yes, yes. So I think what actually pushed that is I kind of hit like my lowest low in 2016 when I finally came here and I kind of had to focus on what it is I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I used to have like so many panic attacks and like my anxiety was just out of the world, <laughs> you know. And I was just like, no man, I'm having that moment of no... This is not how I'm supposed to be feeling. Right. And like also, so I got a job as a production assistant at that time. And I was like, even here, yes, I've studied this, but no, man. This is not you. <laughs> no, this feels off. And I don't know. So I started seeking like for spiritual alignment, I guess. Right. And then I started meeting um, a kinesiologist. 
So how kind of zoologist? So she like she's an energy healer. Oh, crazy. But okay. It's, okay. So think of it of therapy and energy work at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So I've been through like the therapy route, mm-hmm. and for me, I was just like, I could do this with a friend. Respectfully, you're right. Yeah. Or like, you know, not that the work that they do is not. Yes. You yes. know. I'm sure. I'm sure it works for some people. Exactly. But, but for people me, that are not inquisitive. But yeah, for me, you. it wasn't getting me. I was like, I want to know things that I don't know. I don't want to come here and tell you things I already know. And, and how I feel. And then you're going to give me an answer. You know what I'm probably saying? probably thought of. And I can lie to you. You yeah. wouldn't even know. But I still have to pay you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I, like, I need something deeper than that. And so my mom and I went to this other retreat because I was just a mess. I was like, guys... What's going on? Yeah, it's if if all I have to do is wake up, go to work so I can get money and pay my rent. That's and then my life. This is what we do. Kill me now. Like, I don't want this. Do you know what's so funny about you saying this shit right now? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's so funny. I think it was like last week, literally last week. I think I was having like a really bad week. Yeah. Like a really bad day. Mm. And I was talking to... Um, this person, yeah, <laughs> somebody, yeah, um, and I'm like to her, I, I'm like I'm in limbo. Yeah, and she's like, why are you in limbo? And I was like, dude, I don't think this is this this can't be my life. Yeah, like, this whole thing of you having that waking mom. up and looking for a check or yeah. deciding on whether you're taking this check or finding a check to yeah. buy this house to buy this car. Like, I know that's how you're supposed to live your life, mm. um, but this whole money thing for me is it's not cutting it for me like yeah. there has to be there has to be more to life yes. than me um thinking about money like, yes. there has to be more to life like, literally I'm, like there's moments when i literally get home and i'm just like i'm tired of thinking about money yes. like, <laughs> like give me something more like i need something so it's so crazy for exactly. you to say that because like i went through it and it's just like it's not fulfilling, man. I still don't it's think not. money is everything. It's and not. I mean, us as kids or us as the youth, we definitely feel like money is everything because that's. I feel like that's the propaganda right it now. It is. The propaganda to really show us that um, we need to strive for this day to get locked into this uh, rat race. Where and it's been, big enough it's for big you, you enough. know. Because like the other day, I was asking my friends, Uti, okay, guys, we say... We, we need to be on a yacht, like in Dubai, shaking our in asses in a thong, right? <laughs> and then what? Yeah, you and know? what happens after that? And then people are like, then we do it again. Oh. I'm like, okay, I hear you, man. But for me, okay, okay. I'll get over it. Like, I like how you say for me. Like, right? It's not a generalization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, three times will probably be enough. Mm, like, okay, mm. give me something else. Right. Like, We've done that, but you know what? I realized that for us, it's such a, a big enough dream that, yo, it's so far away that by the time I get to it, I'll probably only get to do it once, then I die. And I'm right. like, that's fucking sad. Like, life is longer than that. 100%. You know, and they made it, they made like money to be this thing that's so unattainable, but like it's constantly something that you have to be constantly working towards. You're never gonna reach it, but Sometimes you like it. Sometimes it comes. Sometimes yeah. it goes. It's like a. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I get it, that's what you're in. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a seesaw. Sometimes you're at the top, you yeah. can see the view. Then you go down. Then, then you, you want to go, go back up again. again. Uh, I was like, nah, guys. 100%. No, there yeah. must be something sustainable, something more fulfilling than right, that. Right, right. So I guess that's when I started looking at purpose. Like, why must people be here? Right. Like, you know, and how, what's what's the story? Like, why must be, yeah, what is it, you know? What's and, going on? Then the answer that came to me was serving is actually the most fulfilling thing. Right. Like, because you are you and you got the things that you've got, but those things are the things that are going to help you to serve other people, but they actually serve you mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you never have to put on. Yes, it's work that you have to put in for you to actually step into who you are, mm-hmm. but you are that person already. And once you get there, then you get to be you. Mm-hmm. And being you is how you're blessing everyone mm-hmm. and you blessing yourself mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. you know so right. yeah then that's how your coca came to be i was like 
So you went to the retreat and that's when you came, got this enlightenment. Oh, that's when yeah. I met, I heard about a kinesiology. Right, right. Yeah. I just had to go back there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's when I heard about a kinesiologist. And then, um, but the lady who was explaining it, I just didn't resonate with her. But I, I was like, I resonate with what you represent. Right. But you... There's something that, <laughs> that <is> not <laughs> you're not gonna understand my issues, right. you know. So I came back to Joburg and got online, looked for a kinesiologist, and the person that I ended up meeting, she's now my friend, and I went to her with an open mind. I was like, "Listen, my problem is I don't want to be here. I'm not feeling, <laughs> I'm not feeling suicidal in like a terrible way. But I don't want to be here." be here like it doesn't make sense right you know and i kind of feel like the whole thing is pointless so mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. the problem then we got into like the session okay and yeah we like yo i've been going to see this person for for five years and we've worked through so many things like worked through my sabotages the first time we met i had so many sabotages that's so crazy so 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 i'm, I'm assuming now you're so open to yeah. have these conversations because how long have you been seeing her yeah like it's five years that's yeah crazy. it's five years and right. like i even had to get through my like my my most toxic relationship i guess because it's like it represented my biggest wound around relationships right and it took me so long to actually get out of that relationship the relationship i thought i'd never leave because uh, i actually didn't feel worthy to mm-hmm. be outside of that right so the whole process of like working through that and there was actually a shift in i, I didn't have to see her for that long to be honest mm-hmm. it's just that you know sometimes you kind of end up using therapy as a crutch yes and I got into that cycle where I would, something happens and you want to call yeah. your therapist. And then I know she's gonna sort me out. And then after she sorted me out, I go back to myself, to it's my like old ways, you know. Right. So one day she sat me down. She was like, "You know what? Um, now that we're friends, if you don't change your life, like we can do all the work we want to do here in this room, but if you don't actually go and implement the things that we do here, we're gonna be here ten years." in the future talking about the same stuff mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. you realize because you've got the tools now you know what your problem is you know what you need to do but you need to use your free will to do it otherwise we, we're just wasting our time and money right so I was like damn now I actually have to face myself for real for real <laughs> you're like gosh <laughs> you have no choice now <laughs> you know I thought I was doing the work but no. like <laughs> I was like outsourcing the words <laughs> to her. Like, I'm here. Yo, just talk me through this and then let's go back exactly. to Exactly. I'm suggesting that was the changing point. <laughs> right. So that really was a changing point. Then the pandemic happened and luckily for me. But that's too far ahead. I still want to know how you came to your cocoa. Oh, right. Gosh. Yeah, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. They, <laughs> so there's many actually things. no timeline. Whoever's <laughs> listening is really going to have to listen and follow us. Like, like yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, after our first meet, um, then we started speaking about purpose and how, yeah, we're all here to serve, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, and love honestly is so. I the way I see life, now it's you have two choices. It's either you live your life through love and love, not in the way that most people probably think it is. Mm-hmm. But there's love and there's fear. Yes. And if you wanna choose to live your life through fear, that has its own trajectory, right? right. And then also love has its own path as well. Yes. So you can't be in love and still have fear. Yes. You have to choose. Yes. But we do live in a dualistic I life. Defi- I, I, I definitely agree with you. And I'm a, why, why I say I agree with you is because I actually think the exact same thing. Mm. Just not like that. Yeah. So, like, what I think is... Um, that's why I think... I, I mean, I have a lot of conversations with um, a lot of female friends that I have. Yeah. A lot of women friends that I have. That, in my like, mind, I was like, woman friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard that's really wrong. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting like woman friends, yeah. So like, um, <clears throat> and uh, let me just give you a refill. And what they and what they always tell me is that um, 
they don't understand how I always have like the urge or I always I I don't take my past Thank you. Um it's my pleasure. I they don't I don't take my past um relationship back into my next one. That's good. Like the moment I break up or the moment um, someone breaks up with me because I told you what yes, happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what happens is if I meet someone again, I'm meeting them with an extremely open mind. Like, I it's think not a thing of this thing. last girl um, cheated for argument's sake and yeah. now I'm scared you're going to cheat on me. Yeah. Nah, for me it's just like I go, I see you like from the purest perspective. Yeah. Um, and everything it. else that happens within that, that's when I start to use my past relationship as a point of reference mm. um, but just on the actions that you might bring forth but yeah. it's never like a a, a definite thing no it's, this is what's gonna yeah, happen it's never yeah it's definite so how i feel about love it's exactly that is that you can't really love someone or open yourself up to love if you're fearful because you're yeah. not giving yourself over exactly like you're actually holding yourself back yeah the moment you give a lot you feel like you have to come back. Exactly. Um, because you feel like you've given too much and you're overexposed. Exactly. And because you're <laughs> overexposed, you don't open up as much as you should be doing in order for you to actually meet the person you're seeing halfway. Exactly. Because they'll show you all the love, they'll show you all the the commitment that they're bringing forth. But yeah. you'll show it too because that's what you truly want to do mm. till the that's fear adrenaline comes in and just like, wait. Exactly. Actually, I shouldn't call this guy right now. I'll call him tomorrow. Right. Because if I call him today, um, he might think that... Um, no, actually, it's not even what he might think. I'm going to think that there's something happening and I don't want myself to feel it. So you create distance. Yeah. So that's what's literally been happening. Like, that's how it's been happening with like a lot of like the interactions I kind of have. It's yeah. like, uh, get close, like- then there's distance. Cause, and I, and I, and I get the, I personally get what's happening. Yeah. Um, but it's, I find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why I find it funny. I find it funny because, I mean, at the end of the day, how you feel for someone will always overshadow the, the fear. True. If the fear doesn't chase them away. Yeah. But yeah. If the fear doesn't chase them away, at some point in time, you to like let you're going to give in. Yeah. You it's ba- you're bound. Because like, that's how emotions always win. Like, exactly. Um, it's just about people not giving up. Yeah. And but love triumphs like fear. Yeah. A hundred percent. And that's, so. it, that's like purpose and, f- and love are kind of like the same thing. Because yes. when you find your purpose and you're more um, intentional about what you do or you want to do. You're being true self. Like without fear, without 100%. whatever. Yeah. And all you want to do is just give to what you love and And you know feel. it's not from a place that's, you've come from a place of abundance. Like it's, it's never going to end. Mm-hmm. Even if somebody like wants to copy what you're doing, it's fine because you are you. And Nobody can ever doing. be you. Like, 100%. That's a, they can't that's a take bar. it away. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, cool. So you... Let's go back to what you think um, life is. Uh, fear and love. And then there's one, two different paths. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're on the life path. How did you get onto the life path? So, okay, yeah. Oh, so love. The love, love path, yeah. Um, yeah, so I had to... I actually realized that, you know what, it's not easy to be a person who comes from love if you have stuff that's preventing you from seeing yourself mm-hmm. as that person is full of love. You know, you have to work through... A lot of stuff because sometimes we even have like beliefs and things that we think about ourselves right mm-hmm. and then we project that onto other people like yes. the insecurity thing mm-hmm. not accepting yourself not feeling worthy not feeling deserving all of those things actually affect how we show up you know right. and but now i kind of have like the compassion for myself and for other people who's you know what this person is only acting out from this place it's not duty they just there you know yeah they just they hurt they're going through a lot right and if they knew better they would have acted better but this is the best they can do even though it's like really crappy at this time right so now it's like you know and mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why through my company now i want the amazing thing actually that's happened is I've met so many people who are doing different things, mm-hmm. but we all see that we can change the world. Mm-hmm. We can create a world that accepts everyone for who they truly are, mm-hmm. a world that 
allows people to find who they are so mm-hmm. that they can show us what they've come to bring into the world right. and that's the only way that we actually want to create a sustainable world is if everyone feels that they they deserve to be here 100%. You know? yeah. they don't have to like have money first they don't have to prove themselves mm-hmm. they don't have to look a certain way like the way you are is enough and right. we accept you and you can accept yourself so yeah like so i guess your cocoa then became a thing of how do I serve love? And why ice cream? Now with ice cream, I realized that it's okay. So after the conversation with Kim, yeah. Kim is the kinesiologist. I, okay. I wasn't eating meat anyway. Right. So I was at a point. Why? Um, I, it actually started off as something I just felt like I wanted to try. Okay. And I think everybody should approach like a vegetarian or vegan lifestyle like that. Mm-hmm. Don't ever feel forced. Like wait until... You want to try it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense for you to eat meat because then it's something that's natural now. Yeah. You know, and it's something that you're ready to do. It's not coming from, oh, I have to be this way. I was like, okay, I want to try it out. Let's go. And then I did in varsity. And then now suddenly I was learning how actually food influences the way that we feel. Mm-hmm. And... So as I'm going through my list of things that could possibly be making me anxious and all of these things, I was like, maybe I should stop including animal products into my into my body and into the way that I feel because they do affect you. I mean, like, think about it. Cows are traumatized at these abattoirs and all of that. Mm-hmm. These cows, as they drive there, they can smell the blood, which actually we're about to die. So most cows that we eat now... It's cows that died scared. Right. You know? Right. Sheep, what do sheep do? Sheep just follow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we eat that. Chickens are also, like, scared. Like, all of... we basically cons- constantly consuming fear uh-huh. through the food that we eat. Interesting. You know? Right, right, Even, right. like, the veggies and all of that that are GMO'd and all of these things. It's like, we're not actually eating any life. Mm. points you know it's mm. like it's mm. everything that's mm. just been sprayed artificial and life points exactly right. and we were actually making a joke the other day with my friend with, some people just start diabetes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and some people just start cancer 100%. and that's so normal yeah, and everybody just goes with it you know so yeah so I was like okay no more animal products first thing I miss ice cream and I'm like Ice cream is actually such a big thing in my life. Shit. Like, my grand, so I guess I was raised by my grand. My yeah. mom, whenever she came back from like varsity or whatnot, part of the things that she would bring was ice cream. And it's part of the things that whenever she's like, what must I bring? I'd be like, ice cream, you know? Right. So ice cream just plays such a huge role in my life. Even when I was in Cape Town, I used to have friends at ice cream parlors just to get free ice cream. Right. You know? But I never saw it as it's such a big thing. Then when I missed it, I was like, whoa, what am I going to do if I don't eat dairy? Because I need ice cream. So I was like, hmm, let me look for other dairy-free options. And I did not like them. So I'm driving. What did you like about the taste? I didn't like it. Yeah, the taste was just bland. And it was just like, what is this? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, no. (laughs) But I wasn't thinking I'm going to make ice cream. I don't know how to make ice cream. Yeah. So I'm driving and I'm like, what do people like? I'm like, convenience. I'm like, if I could get someone to comb my hair, something as simple as that, I would. Yep. Because I like convenience, you know? So I'm like, and convenience equals time. Exactly. Time. So yeah. now you can do the things that you actually you want to do. Yeah, things that need you specifically. Mm-hmm. Things like, some things don't, some things anyone can do, right? I'm learning that right now with this business. Ne? Yeah. Bang it is only thing there's something that only particularly need you. And there's most that don't. Yeah, and like you have to be available for those things mm. so you can be your best. Right. So I was like, I want someone to make ice cream for me. You know? This ice cream that I want. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should, you know? And then <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
I remember, used to do shows, get a charge. Nowadays, chill at the fetch, I get a sadi. Bambian, I be lost a body. Jet be vodka, I got chill at the Mahadi. Selling off white, I'm a judge. Hassan, I got a lot of mula lavati. Get a five dog, I let that. If I saw the one, I got chill at the patch. Matata, chill at the fetch, I got matata. One of one of the guys, I got a one rat, I got a one rat, I got a plug. Six rings, kill and a nineteen yaka, I got a lot. Not a valet, I got a menuana. Thirty kilograms, no, no, shut up, I got a lot. Men balinga sato ka fara, nello beta sistika kono bona ala li stupa. Las kegi fisi se di buga, fete ne peti ke pepe te li zula spura. Sale nentei taka suka, se veti le topa ke tava lo spula. Tati, chela te i tibi le le tati, kupe li di chila ri sheni sagarali ke pati. Fori didi masa ka le tati, diva soren tuela wele to palangabi tsunami. Four play fella ke tsunami, henga no mo, ota polo sa jubaya ke hafe ke na le gloss. Ake kafi, am suga ke chapetu ke tana lira pati la jawi, 26. Okay, so you call your mom. I call my mom. I'm like, girl, quit my job. Like, she's like, why? I'm like, I'm not happy. <laughs> My mom, I can hear Ruthie. She has a bit of a panic. Like, luckily for me, our relationship. I think everybody at home has always seen me as like the the outlier. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's always expecting me. Like yeah. you know. And my mom is such a beautiful person. Like for always supporting me, even when she doesn't understand. Right. So she's like, okay. <laughs> 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 What now? I'm like, I'll figure it out. But. Right now, I just wanted you to know that I'm not not gonna work. And so at the time, then what happened? Oh, then I saw a post um, that was asking stuff like, "Are you tired of?" Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they even came about. God. Imagine. <laughs> Do you want water? No, nah, it's fine. I'll okay. be strong. Yeah. Just play with her. Can you imagine? Hectic. Imagine being in a, in a job interview and you have makeup. Yo. Not that I've ever been in a job interview, but yeah. I mean. Yo. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I was asking like, do you ha- do you want to start your own business? Do you want to live your own life? Whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm like, let me go to hear what these people um talk about. And then it was like this incubation. Yeah. Then we got there. They gave us this nice talk, and um, eventually there was an application process, and where basically you guys get vetted. And mm-hmm. all of that. So, I apply. I get accepted. I don't have a business, right. but I have an idea, you know. Okay. And now that I'm into, I'm all about okay. How do I serve love in schools? Oh, oh, Anisha. Oh, I was telling you how ice cream was a thing, yes. right? And now I decided to okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make quit. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. So I get accepted into incubation and. They say we have two. We have two weeks or a week, like how um to to get our business rolling. Right, that's crazy. What do they mean by rolling? You need to register it. 
No, we need to see sales. Like, we need to see you do your business. Two weeks. Okay. Oh, That's a good task, though. Because yeah. if you can do it quick. Yeah. Uh, over a long span of time, you can make, do, be amazing. Yeah. And it's like, if, yeah, if, yeah, if you don't show us something by this week, then you have to leave the program. Wow. So, you have to start. So... I so you can't even procrastinate or you lose no. the program. Yeah. Amazing. That's yeah. a good ass right? Yeah. So I go home and I'm trying out these ice creams and they're so whack. Yo! <laughs> yo! I remember Ben going into my bed and I'm like, what have I done? Should I call my boss? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. And I remember I was with my, my, my two friends at the time yeah. and they were just like, girl this is bad and i remember my heart just thinking as i went into bed i was like yes what did you do we're done with today right we'll see tomorrow okay. okay tomorrow i start researching more like okay and i lived in this building apartment where there were like over 200 people in the whole building okay so i constantly had access to people all right so i'll go to the lift and wait for it to open and ask people do you guys want to come try ice cream of course, they're going to say yes. They Ice come cream. through, right? They yeah. come through, they taste it, and like they tell, they give me feedback. So I was like, okay, I need feedback, like, like surveys right. and all of that. And then, literally, my friend, who's a photographer, calls me out of the blue. Hey, I need an assistant, and I'll pay you. I was like, yes, let me go. Because it's kind of hard, like what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, let me go. And then I call my mom, I'm like, hey, I've got a job now. So we do the whole job thing. But as we did, I'm like, no, man. This is not me. Mm-mm. This ice cream thing needs to happen. Right. You know? So I think I worked with my friend probably for like a month. And then we had to go to Fashion Week. Yeah, but what about the incubation thing? I'm did, still attending. Did you really have sales? I'm still attending. It's like once a week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still attending. So I'm telling everyone about this. With guys, I have like this business that I'm trying to do. You know, it was just like, girl, stop. <laughs> <laughs> we we doing fashion. You come tell us about ice cream, right? Yeah. And then literally the last fashion show we went to, they stole my flash. <laughs> the flash with the main stuff. Yeah, like we st- no, not like my actual camera flash. Okay. And I was like, I am done with this. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be here. It doesn't feel good to be here. I don't see why we're doing this. I'm out. Quit again. Now, it's time for me to, like, present the thing, right? Yeah. And then, I think... I don't even remember the timelines. But I remember us bringing... Oh, wow. So many things then happened. Gosh. Okay, there's a part now that's very important to the story that yeah. has happened. <laughs> I think after I quit... My job, we went on like a... Where did I get money from? I just... I don't remember I had money though. Your job, maybe? Maybe. I mean... Possibly. I don't remember, but something happened that gave me a bit of money. Okay. And then... Like, not a lot of money, but like money for me to go away. Right. Then I was like, you know what? We're going on a road trip, guys. Gonna go to like Northern Cape. And I'm just, I'm trying to figure out my life. Right. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing, but this we're doing. We go, have a good time in Northern Cape. Then we're supposed to turn to go back to Joburg. Right. We see a sign that says Western Cape. Like Cape Town. Yeah. Like, it's not like we have jobs to go back to. It's not like we're rushing anyway back to Joburg. Oh, wow. So you guys drove to Cape Town. <laughs> go to Cape Town, get to Cape Town, meet up with our other friends, and I'm like talking just in passing. Oh yeah, also I'm starting an ice cream band, guys. You know, and my friends like, what? That's so cool. I'm gonna quit my job. I'm gonna come and help you set it up. You're joking. What? That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, come let's, through, come through. let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Three months later, my friend had quit their job, moved to Joburg, no plans, we got no money, and we're like, we're gonna do this. We don't know how, but we're gonna do this. this. Cool. And 
like my friend was sleeping in my apartment. I literally had like a a, a room basically. Right. Yeah. And we were like, we're gonna do this. We're gonna share my like I'm gonna pay for my rent still. I'm gonna call up some people, guys. Just give us grace for like three months. We're just trying to figure this out, right? You know, and then we're gonna pay you back all of okay. this money. Okay. Eh, we do that, and then we start meeting people. There's this guy who hooked us up with a freezer, you know, and like we just wrote down what we need, and he hooked us up with the freezer. Next thing, like at the incubation, everybody loved like the terrible ice cream that we had. But it kind of like, you know, gave us a way. Someone actually likes our idea. Exactly. Right. So we're like, okay, now we need to take it out to the public. So how do we do that? We check out some markets. Then we scored like an interview with the Rosebank market. Okay. So I don't have a van. I don't have any of that. Mm -hmm. But I go, the place that I used to work at, they used to work in like those open plan work spaces okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so i ended up being friends with some other people from another company mm-hmm. and this guy hit me up for my birthday he's like well, are we both born in march let's do something I'm like cool i don't know how the van situation came up i'm like yeah but you know what we have this interview with, like with the market so we need a van to take our fridge day he's like I've got a van at home that's chilling. You guys can use it. The handbrake doesn't work, but you can use that's it. so crazy. Like, yes. We go and fetch the van and we literally take the whole... Now in hindsight, I'm like, that was ridiculous to take a whole freezer to people's office. Yeah. But I mean, that's what made I sense. I mean, that's what you gotta do, bro, to make it happen. Yeah. So we did that and they accepted us into the market. We started trading and... Now it was a thing. And then I was working on the recipes. Now I was getting more used to what is it that I'm looking for. And now I'm like, okay, how do I tell other people about this? And I'm like, social media, that's the free thing. But have you guys already came up with the name? Oh, that happened in the Cape Town trip as well. I went to my other friend. Why Yokoko? So Yokoko then is a portmanteau between yogurt and or yoga mm-hmm. i'll tell you the both of those stories okay and coconut so i always knew it had to be coconut based because okay. i was like if we're going to be serving love we need to find something that doesn't hurt anyone it doesn't hurt the animals it doesn't hurt people like you know and i wasn't thinking it in the sense of people are lactose intolerant uh-huh. people are moving to a vegan like You're i wasn't from an environmentally yeah friendly perspective dope exactly dope. so and also i mean if i'm gonna need something that's dairy free these are my options all right and then um there was a bit of self-doubt at some point where i was like um maybe i'll make yogurt i don't know from where because i don't know how to make yogurt either yeah <laughs> um, but yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like you know what, let me keep my options open but yoga means unity right 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 union i mean means union so basically union is like when you finally come back to yourself mm-hmm. like because i'm thinking of another story now <laughs> <laughs> but you, it's when you come back to yourself <laughs> and um that's when you finally removed all of these things that remove you from who you are mm-hmm. yeah so and i knew that your coco is always going to be rooted in that in okay. like it's love and we are love and there are stuff that makes us forget that we are but once we make that union back then we remember who we are mm. so yeah then yeah then that's how your coco came to be and i remember showing my friend like a list of names that i put together and we're like oh, no hmm, no and then literally the way that that word came out we're like this is the one crazy okay so, let's go back to the van with the, the handbrake that doesn't work <laughs> so yeah we did that for a bit did the markets still use this guy's van and then um, was this with the whack ass ice cream still it got better and better okay <laughs> <laughs> got better and better the more people oh i was telling you the social media part right yes and um so like that's the the easiest way for me to get people to know about it to talk about it on social media 
So I started a page for your Coco and then I was looking for packaging. Mm-hmm. Met with this guy and he's got like this beautiful brand and he was showing me his social media. And I was, that was the first time I was like, oh. It gets serious. We play. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, let me see your, your Instagram. I was like, we don't have it. <laughs> After seeing that, I was like, no, we don't have social media. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't just randomly post. There's something called branding. Yes. You know? That's when I started thinking, what? who is your Coco? <clears throat> Sorry, like, who is your Coco? Um, what do they like? What do they... Who are they friends? Like, what is right. that? Yeah. So that's when I started thinking of your Coco as a brand. Right. And then I was like, I was removing myself from the brand. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. your Coco is your Coco. I am me. Okay. Right. And then um, I guess as I've been coming back to myself, mm-hmm. that's when the realization happened that your Coco is actually just an extension of me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like... I am someone who would buy your cocoa. Yes. You know, I do the things that... You like. Yeah. And it just happens that other people like the flavor that you make. Exactly. And, like, that's where we can create a community because I know there are people like me. Mm -hmm. And there are people like the things that I like. Mm -hmm. And that's how we can do that, yeah. Right. So, yeah, then that's when I created the brand came out and people got to know about it. And then... um, a couple of months into working with my friend, like the financial reality kicked in. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, Your Coco is actually not making money to sustain us. Mm-hmm. So something has to happen. And we kind of had a bit of a fallout because, you know, you get to a point where you see your vision. Yes. And it's like, Yeah, this vision is in your head. Like, and it's, someone wants to hear it out of your mouth or on paper. And that's not it's happening. not here, exactly. Yes. And like, as much as we can live in this la la land, we have bills to pay. Right. And there were some things that I didn't want to do that were going to bring us money. But I was like, that's not your cocoa. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, like I'd rather like... You, you, yes. Yeah, so that's not that. your cocoa. Yeah. So that kind of wasn't okay with other people. So the fallout happened. And I remember just going into like this hectic phase of doubting myself now. So I'm like, I know what your cocoa is. But can I bring it to life? Mm-hmm. Like, can I do this without people, you know? And Oh, the people, and mainly the people that you started with. I yes. think that's the biggest, I think, I think the biggest catch about that is um, you see how much people believed in something when there was nothing to show. Yeah. That you're so scared of losing yes. those people because you're scared that you won't find anyone else exactly. that sees it like that without you having to pay them for exactly. everything. Um, Exactly. It's, it's, it's a big ass mind because it's exactly. just like <laughs> when I find someone that believes exactly. like how the five people or the two people um, mm-hmm. that I was with believe in this thing yeah. and will we ever be able to work towards something without it being only about money yes literally that yeah. like it's like well other people love my baby the way I do yeah. like without being paid for it yeah you know which I mean look I, how I see it because you know if you talk to other people they'll be like yeah you, but people have to get paid and I, I totally get that but I've I think it's more about loving something yes. before you think about the money yes Um, and I've worked with like a, a couple of people like that a lot of people like that where like we both understand where this is going. It's a passion, yeah. Um, and besides the fact that there's money there, we both have a unsaid um, thing that when it actually comes, yes. everybody's getting paid. Exactly. But um, it's not why we're doing it. It's we're not, not why doing we're it doing, for money. We're not yeah. doing it for money. We're doing it so that the vision um, it comes out of the head and people Literally. can actually see it. Literally. But it's like so complicated. It it's is. so complicated. That's like the whole thing with life as well is that we're not doing it for money. Yeah. You know, like we're doing it because we love this thing and we believe in it and we know that this is what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But then the money should just be a byproduct of that. It's not the reason we're doing it. Yes. You know, so... The money will come. The money will come. But we need to be happy. We need to know that we're doing what needs to be done and we love it. Like, we, even if we weren't getting paid for this thing... still do it. Yeah. Like, basically, people now live to get paid. 
Yeah, it's because of the propaganda. Exactly. So it's like, <laughs> no, guys. Yeah, no. No. They Even don't. if you didn't pay me, I'd still live my life. No cap. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, so I'm guessing they left. They, they but, left. People left. And um, yeah, I was just like, oh my word, I have to come out of this though. Like, yeah. I have to. And once I finally found the strength to actually snap out of this <laughs> hole that I was going yeah. into. <laughs> Things started happening. Right. Things started... Like, people wanted to know about your Coco now. Like, I don't know. There was just a shift, really. That's crazy, because I remember when I met you. I, I don't even remember how I met you. I, I do remember I know I met you to met. Instagram, though. And it, I think it was Twitter. And then we went to oh, meet yes, and Gram. Dahlia's. Yeah, yes. I remember very well. And... I told you about the idea yeah. about dead ice cream. Yeah. And you're like so interested in it. Yeah. But you still... One thing I actually do appreciate about you, because I know some, at some point we had a bit of a fallout. Yeah. Um, one thing I definitely do still think about and appreciate is the fact that you knew exactly what you wanted. Like, yeah. Because look, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I think I'm really good at convincing people yeah. just based on how I articulate what like mm. my idea and articulate how I want things to be done. Yeah. So I'm I think I can but I remember articulating the idea to you and you liked it. Like I remember you liked it, but you were very not necessarily doubtful, but very questionable of why do you want to do it like this? Hmm, I'm not too sure about that. I'm not too sure about this. And to me, it was like, it was the first time, because I think it was like 2016, yeah, 2017. Yeah, like Very brand beginning. new. And I'm just like, okay, this one is quite complicated. Um, <laughs> not what I anticipated. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then we actually started to work. And then, yeah. I mean, I think it still looked amazing because, um, I don't know. I don't know why I think it looked amazing. I just think it was such a, I mean, this was, a designer ice cream and like designer black ice cream in 2017 right you know what I mean yeah and like from that, that perspective it was flipping crazy it, it was, was it was it was, it was <laughs> interesting and as time Sorry. went by no it's okay um, as time went by the idea actually got better and the taste got better because you yeah. remember the first ice cream you made yes the black one yes. it tasted like chocolate it did it did it <laughs> did yeah like, I do. it had some taste but we were really just eating it because <laughs> We created black ice cream. <laughs> and that's how it goes. Yeah, like, like, you have to start with the, but the downgrade first. Yeah, I think the only <laughs> thing that I really liked working with you was that um, at no point did we really ever doubt it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 we only got to that fallout because of, I think it was financial reasons. And yeah. We had different directions yes. where we saw things going and you had one main direction that you were stuck on which i still appreciate today because i mean as as i'm gonna be honest as pissed as i was because i didn't yeah. get my way yeah um i'd sit down sometimes and be like yo i appreciate the fact that i've actually met someone that sticks by the <laughs> idea and vision yeah no the matter, same way you do exactly yeah. no matter how forceful i am yeah um and I just liked how vocal you were. You're like, yo, um, this is not my direction where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> and look. Stay blessed. Yeah, and stay blessed. We'll be in touch. And I remember I kept on always asking you, like, yo, can we do this? Can we? But then I just like the fact that at some point um, we were both at a position where we were willing to do more stuff, which is going to come right up. Yeah. But like... And we I, had to grow, like, yeah, in our separate... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Like, at yeah. that point, I didn't. But how... I don't know how I... This is how I tell people all the time. How I live my life is that um, I try not to um, sit on any crowd, sit on any negativity. Yes. So if yeah. if you make me angry after, like... You'll make me feel angry. Yeah. Um, but I probably will not vocalize that I'm angry. Yeah. Um, which is probably wrong sometimes. Yeah. But I'll, I'll talk to you at the point when I want to. Yeah. Or when I can. Mm. But I don't sit on that. Like, the yeah. moment you make me angry tomorrow, then I'm over move. it. Not even yeah. tomorrow. Like, in 10, 20 minutes, I'm over it. And, and I like, think that's a good That's thing. like, what's the next thing I can actually think about? Um, yeah. So that's, that's a why. But like it's a good thing when negativity can sit on me. Like, it yeah. can sit because. I I'm an overthinker, but I can okay. I'm an overthinker that loses the overthinking quickly. So I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a Ferrari. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I go to zero to a hundred real quick, and so then 
I just go slow. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So when I'm pissed, I over when I'm pissed or sad, I overthink about all the different scenarios that could be in the world. All of the scenarios. And then at some point it's just like Nah. Nah. Actually, you know what? Maybe that's not like it's literally what I was thinking about today. Like I woke up today, um I woke up actually it was pretty tough for me to get out of bed today because yeah. I slept like pretty late. Yeah. And I was just like I have this needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I want to stay in bed a little bit more, but this needs to happen. And I actually don't want to get up, but I got up because I don't like being late. I know people listen to this that know me, know that sometimes as of late I've been because I haven't been myself. Yeah. Um, so I got up and I'm just like, yo, this dead thing, hey? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it might be what I want. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I think maybe I should be like, doing other stuff. Maybe I should be using another direction. Then I went to the car and went out my way back. I literally said this to myself. I was like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to stop doing this and I'm like, just going to really go into business because I don't think, I mean, it's not about money, but one thing I know for sure, I was not that broke. Yes. Like, um, yeah. I, come on. Like, yeah. it's impossible. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I always think it's impossible for someone that hustles to really be broke unless it's what exactly. they want. Yeah, yeah. Because if you can do it once, you can do it again. Exactly. But then, I felt like that till I got into the highway, till I made a couple of business calls. Yeah. And then I was just like... <laughs> yeah. If that happens, right? Yeah, so just you, like... like okay, it's like you're talking to your inner child, like, yeah. relax. Just relax, take it easy, you're going crazy. Yeah, like, let's you just breathe. Breathe? <laughs> Remember why you're actually doing this? Exactly, that's why your why must be strong enough to pull you when you're going 100%. on a tangent. And then I have a conversation with you about this. And it's like... um. It's it's kind of like what happens in my in my journey, my on my mental state is where I'll yeah. feel like this, and then I'll always meet someone that like yeah. reminds you that shit, dude. This is actually normal what you're going through, and yes. like um, not about it even being normal. It's actually what you need to go yes. through in order for you to really like triumph and like reach the summit. Yes, you need to like really go through a lot of doubtful phases yeah. where you ask yourself. Is it like yeah? Is it really me? You know, um, with that, ne, um, a friend of mine who's always had people believe in them, yeah, and being like they've been hyped their whole lives, right? Yeah. But then they they were surprised, like, why didn't I make it to be what you guys wanted me to be if I was so great, you know? And it was kind of a thing of we realized that you know what, you actually need to doubt yourself so that you can see that you actually are more than that self-doubt because you have to come out of it. If you've never come out of it, you don't you don't have evidence for yourself. Right. Say, I can't do it. It's like, I've always been great. But you, for you to know that you are great, you need to have gone through a, through a time that made you feel like maybe you're not. Yeah. And here you are. Yeah. And you're great. Yeah. But yeah. you've been through that. <laughs> so this is like, you know what I'm saying? 100%. So even with suffering, I know like maybe this may sound weird to other people, but... I truly believe that with suffering, we need to go through suffering to a point where we're like, no, man, there should be something better than this. Like, it has to be that bad for you. It doesn't have to, but, like, we tend to choose it. Yes. That it has to be so bad that you have no choice but to change. And that's what makes you become better. It's right. like, this is not it for me. Right. Like, and how do you appreciate the highest point if you've never been low. Exactly. Because yeah. to you, this is normal. Mm, mm, mm. Like, you don't know any other way of being. 100%. So, yeah. I, I totally get that. I totally get it. I mm. don't know, but like, yeah, so, I hear last time you just spoke, um, you're moving to Cape Town. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
So yeah, you're going to Cape Town. You're moving to Cape Town. Yes. Um, <laughs> I think I've done my time in Joburg. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm sure you guys have outlets here. Yeah, like so we've supplied a couple of stores here. Okay. And okay. we supply one store in Cape Town now. Okay. And yeah, like. So why the Cape Town move? Because you know what, a lot of. Okay, firstly, I feel I'm ready okay. to move to Cape Town. But secondly, I know that actually my brand would thrive in Cape Town. Okay. Like, it's Yokoko is such a Cape Town brand. Mm-hmm. But I guess on some level, I needed to prove to myself that Yokoko can make it anyway. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know, Joburg yeah. is not really your love and light <laughs> <laughs> type of place. Yeah. But we did great here. Mm-hmm. You know. And I so, can attest to that. You did, you did. Thank you. <laughs> so I mean, in Cape Town, not that it's going to be easy, but it it's like a it's, it's a brand fit, right? And even for me as a person, I'm good with Joburg now. Like I think I've I've found my let's go, let's do this. You know right. that I've used that momentum on Joburg, and now I know that I can run a business. I know I can run things at that level. And yeah, like I think I'm ready to just live a blissful life, like everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I hear you. So um, before we close off, there's a couple of things I actually just want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? What do you think has fueled you to kind of? look past everything else that you've been going through, everything else that's happening in the country, mm-hmm. um, everything else that happened last year. Like, what has allowed you to still stick to what you do right now? Because I don't want to say your business because yeah. it's really not a business, yeah. it's you. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. like, what has been your kryptonite? What has, what has kept you moving? What has yeah. made you be like, this is what I'm still going to do? I think the the fact that this started through purpose, mm. like I know this is what I'm supposed to do, like I know that, mm. like there's no doubt in my mind, and it's kind of even I remember last year we had to push through like the peak of COVID mm-hmm. and winter, but I was just like, okay, I get it that there's a pandemic, there's winter. But those are not my focus. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I need to keep my baby alive and I need to do this, 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 and this. I can't be focusing on everything that's going to make me fail. Right. Those things will be there regardless, but I need to focus on what's going to make me win. Mm-hmm. And that's my focus. It doesn't mean that the other stuff is not there, but it's not my problem. Right. So I remember even in Jan, that's what got me through the month. Jan was so hard, but I even, I remember thinking, why is this so difficult? You know? Right. And I was like, oh, it's Jan. Of course it's going to be difficult. But I was like, no, but I have to keep going. Right. Like, what is it that's going to make me win right now? That's that's my focus. Like, literally, I try my best to always choose the highest expression of a situation. It's like, I can't be bogged down by, like, the low vibrations of the situation. Ooh, like, so <laughs> like <laughs> I can't. I can't let myself do that. Right. I always have to look into... Look into the positive. Look into the highest. That's it. Even my thoughts, I catch them. Like we, my critic knows. My inner critic knows. I'm always like, hush. I hear you, but I don't hear you. Yeah, I'm not here for you. <laughs> like <laughs> that's not my life. <laughs> like stay blessed. Right, right. Keep so, doing your thing, but okay. Yeah. I totally get you. I totally get that. Okay, <laughs> so, before we close off, yeah. the last thing, um, inspiration one hundred and one. I actually just came up with this name right now. Yeah. Normally don't know how to call it. Yeah. But let's call it Inspiration 101. Cool. Um, for anyone anyone that's watching this that wants to start a new innovative idea, something that's never been done before. Yeah. Um, what would you say? What 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 should they mentally equip themselves with? I think that it's important for them to know that it's gonna be hard because they've also haven't seen it mm-hmm. happen. But the fact that they've got that idea, it means that it's something that can be created mm-hmm. and it may take time for it to actually look the way that they want it to. And also it may actually end up looking different from what they originally thought because as they learn and grow, they they also change their mind, right? Right. And you're allowed to change your mind. Exactly. So I would say go in it with an open heart and a spirit of learning. But don't let other people's ideas come in to your thing. Right. Like, people have lots of ideas that they won't implement in their lives. But suddenly they see Bangy. You know, Bangy, I think you should do this and this with dead. And it's like, but that's not what I want to do. Right. And that's okay. It's okay for you to, like, stick to what you want to do, even though it doesn't look like it's possible. Okay. So, oh, that's an amazing yeah. one. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching Yay. and listening to this episode of Dead Radio. Um, from me and Boo-boo. my wonderful guest. Um, yeah. Before I forget, Powered by Play. Thank you. It's not Yay. about forgetting. It's just, I mean, got to show love. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, thank you to Black Brick and to Sony. Thank you. And we're out. Yay. Cool.